Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the final score with Matthew and Stevie Fly. What's up, guys? After a little vacation, we took a we took a two week vacation. Like I said earlier in the earlier, if you didn't see my earlier video about the T-shirt giveaway, which we'll talk about later on, um, we took a week off for Thanksgiving. You know, we needed to be with our families, and you know, I don't know about Matthew, but my work is like kind of hectic on Thanksgiving week, and then last week it's totally on me because it was a crazy week at work i was under the weather had people out uh yeah it was just not a good week to do a podcast that's the last thing i was focused on with the podcast and i didn't want to get up here and just be like that but uh anyway we are back you know what's sad you know what's sad what you already sound like that oh dude just shut up you go kiss (laughs) go, go kiss your sister like y'all did sunday yeah, you know, Ty is like kissing your sister. <laughs> I didn't see my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I told it there's, there's a uh, there's a commander <clears throat> commander's fan at work, and uh, he when I went in this morning, I said this is the first time I'd seen him. I was off Monday. I said, "Yeah, did you have fun kissing your sister Sunday?" He said, well, "And this is an older guy." And he said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "You never heard him say a Ty is like kissing your sister." He's like, oh, yeah, I've heard that. I have heard that. He said, but I didn't know what you did. Now, all he wanted to talk about, he's a Celtics fan, too. He watches them. He's, I don't watch the NBA like I used to. He's like, that's all right. The Celtics going to take it all. I'm like, okay, we'll see. Anyway, if you, I didn't introduce my co host, as always, Matthew. Matthew, yeah, he interrupted me. Like he, you know, Matthew. Welcome back. It's nice to hear Thanks, your voice Stevie. again. Good to hear yours too. Good to be back up here talking some sports and talking some junk. Whatever comes first. Junk. Well, uh-huh. you know, in the two weeks that we were off, you know, we uh I've been I have been working behind the scenes trying and I may have two big interviews from some former NFL players. One is a a former Steeler that you probably have seen on ESPN. And the other was a Chicago Bear, but he's probably more famous for where he played college at, played at Notre Dame. And I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but um, I don't want to jinx it. I'm, I'm still in the – still haven't got a definite yes, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, spent time with family, ate a lot of food. That's always a good thing. It's a good break from work. That's yeah, the most but, important thing. <laughs> yeah, the day off from work, but you know, yeah, the holidays. I love the holidays, <clears throat> but it's you know you get so ready for it. It takes so long to get ready for it. And then it's over just like that. You know, blink of eye. Everything you did is done. I mean, and you're just like, really? It's all done. Now Christmas. Have you started Christmas shopping yet? I have. And I've pretty much got everything on Amazon. You, <laughs> I mean, because it's easy. You're, you're about finished too, ain't you? 
I'm about finished. I, I got everything lined up. I just got to do one more thing, and I got to just check out. You got online. mine, right? You got mine, right? Yeah, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Somewhere. <laughs> All right. You suck, <laughs> by the way, for almost being ready. I haven't even started, so I've got oh, to get wow. I've got to get rolling. And I will. I will this week. Um, yeah, that's what? 19 days. Jeez. And then we're going to be in another yeah. year. And, you know, there's we got a little something else going on tomorrow, too, right? Tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? Didn't you tell me something? Uh, was oh, tomorrow? oh, oh. Yeah, tomorrow's my birthday. Oh. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's my birthday. Oh, you want me to sing happy birthday to you? You know what? For the views, yes. Maybe we'll do this for the we'll do that for the show's over with. I may There's, have some, I may have some alcohol back here that I can get to where because that was what it would take for me to sing live on on Facebook and Twitter. If we um, get a hundred likes on this post, we'll do it. Right, right. We'll see about that. I don't think I have to worry about that tonight. Um, all right, getting started before we get really into the news. You know, there, there's a little topic I wanted to talk about. Uh, and I'm not going to say the name because I haven't asked if I could use his name. Um, friend of mine, friend I've known for years, he's a, well, I don't know who, who he's a fan of. He used to be a Panther fan, but he said now – he doesn't really pull for anybody. You know, I was like, okay, you're using one of those the excuses when I call out your team. Um, he's been texting me the last few weeks about Kenny Pickett. Of course, if you don't know, Kenny Pickett is the rookie quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he was like, oh, he's a bust. He's a bust. He's not going to be any good. We're not even what? Well, we're halfway through. Well, over halfway through the season. He hasn't started the whole – he didn't start every game of the season. And this is a rookie quarterback. And you're coming in on a team on offense. Your offensive line is not anywhere near high-caliber offensive line. You've got some weapons. Yes, you've got some weapons at wide receiver. Your running backs are pretty good. Najee's good, but if you don't have the line, it's, it's going to be tough. And your offensive coordinator is god-awful. Um, but, you know, my thing is, and my, my response back was, he's a rookie. He hasn't had enough time to adjust to the NFL yet. He's, you know, you got to give him more time than seven or eight games before you say, oh, he's a bust. He's a bust. He has improved over the last few weeks. Granted, it's been a a, a short pass, and they don't. And they did that with Ben, though. The offense, Matt Canada's offense is dink and dunk, and all this stupid crap. It's so predictable. Uh, I've said several times that I wish the Steelers would fire Matt Canada, and he would be one of the coaches of the teams that I play against every year in high school football. Because I know I'd be guaranteed at least one win because I can pick out what he's what he's going to call. Um. My question is, you know, when we got into the debate about it, you know, nothing, nothing bad. You know, we didn't argue. We just got into the debate about how long, how long does a rookie quarterback have? How long a leash do they have before you say, 
Okay. That's it. We're, we've got to move in a different direction. The GMs and the, and the organization say, we've got to move in a different direction. Now, back in the day, when you had guys like Troy Aikman, or even going back as far as Terry Bradshaw, number one pick, overall pick in the NFL draft back in the day for the Steelers. And Bradshaw went through a couple of rough years and almost to the point where he was benched and wanted to get out of Pittsburgh. But luckily, you know, he recovered, got, got his starting job back, and the rest is history. Troy Aikman started off, what, 1-15 his rookie year. Not the best rookie year at all. And you saw what happened there. Three, what, three out of four years they won the Super Bowl in Dallas, which he had a great team around him. But the Steelers had a great team around Bradshaw. My point is, how has that changed in this to this decade, to this generation? I know a few years back the Cardinals selected Dr- Josh Rosen as quarterback, and he didn't. They didn't even give him a year before they traded him. But that was because they had somebody else coming in. That was because they had Kyler Murray on the board, uh, and they had a new coach coming in too. So my question for you, Matthew, and everybody out there listening: What is an acceptable amount of time now in this day and time in the NFL? Or a quarterback before you call him a bus, a rookie quarterback to adjust to the NFL, to adjust to the the speed, the difference in the speed of the NFL, uh, to, to be able to pick up the offense of, of that team he's playing for. What's the time frame before an organization realizes, hey, you're not going to make it? We're, we're moving in a different direction. <clears throat> you know, Stevie, I still think it's like three years. I think you got to give at least three years for the quarterback to go through his losses, to go through his good games, bad games, so he can lay out and figure figure the figure the the professional league out more. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't I mean, just you can't just, you can't just throw it in there and say, and say "Okay, I got to go." Where that? Where that come? Hello. Hello. All right, I got. Right, I got to cut this. Hold, hold on. Hold on. You hear you that? Hear that echo? Echo? Matthew. Matthew. All right. Hold, hold on, on. Hold on. Matthew. Matthew. All right, we have a little technical here. here. So we're going to see what we can do. Seven forty three PM. Button. Stop cellular. Seven forty three PM. Button. Hello. Matthew. 
Yeah, that echo is coming from Matthews. And can you hear me? Hello. All right. Well, we'll get Matthew straight. Yeah, and to me, it's like Matthew said: three years to get adjusted to that uh, to that professional system, to the speed of the game, to the play calling. I mean, because it's a it's a big difference between the uh, NFL and college football, and Guys, look at Josh Allen. Josh Allen's first year in the NFL was not pretty. They were ready to run him out of Buffalo. And that's and look at him now. He's an MVP candidate uh, on the verge of, you know, a lot of people think they might, they're probably going to be one of the teams to beat come uh, playoff time. So, you know, just because, and I, I know people say, well, you're a Steelers fan, so you're going to take up for him. You know, and another another conversation that came up in this debate was we were talking about quarterbacks. Kurt Warner, he never did – this is a quote. He never did anything after he left the greatest show on turf. Well, he only took the Cardinals to the Super Bowl when nobody else could could do it. You know, it was on the verge of winning that Super Bowl. I think we got Matthew back now. All right, I don't know what was going on. My, my headphones are, like, mixing up with my – other speaker, it was, I don't know what was going on. I heard some some crazy stuff coming out of boy. There was some yeah. voices. I thought I was getting possessed by the devil or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to I was getting ready to hightail out of here. But uh, that's all right. I would have too. <laughs> anyway, another thing that this guy talked about, Matthew. I just said, uh, Kurt Warner's name came up. And he was yeah. talking about he he was a mediocre quarterback that never did anything after he got out of St. Louis or got away from the Rams. So my thing with him was he well he took the Cardinals to the Super Bowl and was on the verge of winning the Super Bowl against Pittsburgh. But uh, so I guess that when no other Cardinal had done that before, so I guess that was pretty much nothing. That would have been his. He was in his third Super Bowl. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean it's 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 different. It's it's something and everybody's got opinions and I'm not saying his opinion is wrong. That's his opinion. I've got my opinion, he's got his. So uh but I think you I'm like you Matthew. I think it's got to be three years. I think you got to give a guy three years, you know, that first year it's it's not gonna be nobody's gonna come out and be like I don't, who can I say? All right, let's take for example Ben Roethlisberger. His mm-hmm. year, he gets put in week two after Tommy Maddox gets hurt. He reels off what thirteen or fourteen in a row before he they lose in the AFC Championship game. But the difference there, Ben was a game manager. He didn't have to to make the plays. He had enough talent around him on defense and offense where all he had to do was just not turn the ball over. Right. And that's that's what he did. But that didn't mean he was that far ahead of quarterbacks in the NFL right then. But 
Anyway, that's what grind, like Peter Griffin said, that's what was grinding my gears this week, and I wanted to get that off my chest first thing. So, <laughs> there you go, Peter. Yeah, all right, get on with the show. I can't do it. Let's get on with uh, some NFL news. First of all, Baker Mayfield <clears throat> let go by the Panthers. After they traded, what, a first-round pick? He was released by the Panthers yesterday. Didn't take long, though. Today, the, the L.A. Rams pick him up off waivers. Uh, with Matthew Stafford uh, with a spinal – what they're saying is a spinal contusion. Probably out for the rest of the year. He's on injury reserve. So, Baker Mayfield could possibly, possibly start Thursday night – Against who was it? Who is it? They play Thursday night. Uh, I can't even remember. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. No, they don't. Yeah, the Raiders. They play the Raiders. You know what? I was looking at my schedule. I was looking at for the Panthers up here, and I was like, "He don't play for the Panthers anymore, you idiot." You just said <laughs> Raiders versus the Rams. So he, what I heard a few minutes ago was that they were talking about realistically when could he be in the starting line a starter. And they said he could get a shot Thursday night. Now, this is Wednesday that we're on here. So, he's on a, he was on a plane from Charlotte to L.A. They sent him a playbook to, to study while he was on the plane trip from Charlotte to L.A. So, you're talking about – cramming for like a, a midterm exam that's cramming for a big exam right there you got to be ready yeah. not even probably won't even get to practice with his team but possibly could start it's great oh that's gonna be tough what if he goes in and like just balls Lights out up. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be hilarious to me it would. would love it i would love to see him light it up me but, too I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think that's going to happen. Raiders are kind of on a hot streak right now, too. So about time. We'll see about that. Um, let's see what else we got here. Start by staff right for you. What do you think about this new Pro Bowl format? I don't know. Have you heard about the new Pro Bowl format? I've heard about it, but I haven't really looked into it. So it's going to be Pro Bowl games. It was announced during this past Monday night's Manning cast with Eli and Peyton. Do you ever watch that, Matthew? I watched the Eli Manning show. Do you watch the, the Monday night football, the, the simulcast with him and Peyton? No. Doing? No. You don't? You don't? <clears throat> wow, you're missing out, bud. You really need to watch that. But anyway. I will. They announced that they are going to be coaching against each other. Uh, taking place in Las Vegas in February, the first ever Pro Bowl games. It'll be a week-long celebration of player skills that spotlights flag football. The AFC-NFC competition will culminate in a flag football game featuring Pro Bowl players at Allegiant Stadium on ESPN and ABC on Sunday, February 5th, 2023. So it's not going to be a – Regular football game. It's going to be a competition all week, and then the last game is going to be a flag football game between that team. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, and they say that Peyton and Eli are the head coaches. They'll have star-studded coaching staffs, which we announce in the coming weeks. But, yeah, if you get a – yeah, next Monday night, it's so much better to listen to Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. You listen to <laughs> Peyton and Eli. They talk about parts of the game. They have special guests. Um, yeah, they, they come in there from time to time. But, yeah, I enjoy it a lot more than I do, of course, Aikman and Buck. But, anyway. Y'all yeah, look that up. That's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, they're, they're not two of my favorites. But Aikman are two of my favorites. Um, so, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I'm freezing up now. There we go. What is going on? Okay, here we go. We're back up. Sorry about that, guys. The Packers and Aaron Rodgers evidently back on good terms again because the Packers are saying they want Aaron Rodgers back next year. What? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're uh they're saying they want him to be back. I guess after he had a good game. This past week, he had a he had a pretty good game against Chicago. Of course, Chicago. He owns Chicago. He he made right. sure he he told them that after the game too. Um, <laughs> so I guess now they're back on good terms. They want him back, you know, because a couple of weeks ago, you know, we you guys missed it while we were out. Aaron Rodgers got a little beat up, banged up against uh, who was it that banged that beat him up so bad? Um, anyway. Bruised some ribs. Uh, didn't know if he would he would be back. It, it was the Eagles. It was the Eagles. Didn't know if he mm -hmm. would be back this week and be able to play this week. But Caleb Love comes in. Caleb Love. I always do that. What is that dude's name? Anyway, Love comes in as his backup, a rookie quarterback sitting biding his time, comes in. And and leads them down the field has better stats than Rodgers, so that automatically started the debate about is Aaron Rodgers done as a Packer? Well, I think he proved against the Bears he had good, like I said, a good game. So now they want him back next year. So it's going to be a long, it's going to be a lot of ups and downs, I think. Yeah. Now and next year with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, it's going to be a lot of stories to tell about that. But, all right, what about your boy OBJ? Where is he going? We don't know yet, man. Like, I'm almost tired of looking at the the uh, headlines and stuff because, <clears throat> like, one minute he wants to go to Cowboys, one minute he wants to go to Dallas, I mean, um, New York. But I just seen one that said he wants to be a giant. So I don't I don't know. You know, he was I in think Dallas. he's going to Dallas. He was in Dallas this week. Um and they checked they had the trainers and their doctors check him out. What I heard a few minutes ago was that they they're saying he would not be ready till mm -hmm. January, mid January. So Jerry Jones' comment was, we want, we need something when we make this decision that's going to have an impact now. 
Uh, so it kind of sounded like, and it, 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 this is Jerry Jones talking now, so this could be totally, totally yeah. out of the way. It may not even, he may have been throwing you off, but it didn't yeah. sound like he was going to, didn't, didn't sound real positive that he was going to be a cowboy. And to tell you the truth, right now, I don't think the cowboys need him. Me either. I mean, because uh, wasn't it City Lamb? Yeah, City yeah, Lamb. You know, they picked up. They picked up in the offseason James Washington from the Steelers, who I think, who I hated to see go, and he got hurt the first. I want to say it was in preseason when he got hurt, and now he's getting oh, ready wow. to come back. So, um, you know, they've got some weapons, but do you really want to throw OBJ in there right now? I know there's a lot of Cowboys fans out there talking, thinking. Oh, you you're crazy to think we don't want him. Eh, but if you're if he's not gonna be ready till January and you want to end you want something that's gonna impact now, yeah, may not be the way to go right now. No, unless like you said, Jerry Jones is throwing his little little chain puller out there trying to it could pull be. Somebody's I mean, leg. It could be that, but I, I don't know. Um Moving on, let's talk a little. Let's talk a little college football. The CFP, the College Football Playoffs, top four. Do you follow that much, Matthew? The college football, yeah, yeah. So, top four. <clears throat> let's go. Number four is Ohio State. Number three was TCU. Number two, Michigan, and number one is Georgia. Do you think they got it right? Georgia State, yes. Ohio and Michigan. I think Michigan over Ohio. Well, yeah, Michigan's definitely going to be over Ohio because they beat the immortal crap out of them. Yeah. Um, So, but you think TCU after after losing their first – they lost their first game to Kansas State in their their conference championship – you think they needed to be in there over Alabama? Now TCU has one loss. Alabama has two losses. Mm. I, I just know I hope it ain't Alabama. Yeah, I you know I was glad to see yeah. Alabama was not in. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you know everybody gets this this thing, and that was another that was another argument or debate. I had with this guy about the quarterback thing. I, I made the comment to him as a Panther Panther fan said, you know, and I said, well, I would take Pickett over anything you have at Carolina right now. And he said, so you're saying Pickett's going to be – Pickett's a better quarterback than Corral. Corral came from – as a rookie – another rookie quarterback from Ole Miss got hurt in uh, preseason. And I said, well, right now he's hurt. So, I know I wouldn't take him. I said, what makes you think that he's going to be a better quarterback than Kenny Pickett? He said, he came from the SEC. So, I said, so you automatically think a quarterback coming from the SEC is going to be better than any quarterback coming out of college. (laughs) And, yeah, that was like a – he, he didn't really say yes, but he didn't say no either. Uh, and I brought up some some quarterbacks. Drew Locke was one of them who was fizzled out. K. 
Kyle Trask. Uh, and I even wrote up, this is how the, the whole, and, and this was, a, we had talked, you know, we had talked about Kurt Warner, and I brought up Cam Newton's name. And he said, man, he's a former MVP. I said, Kurt Warner was a multiple-time MVP. So where's your argument there? So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, people put a lot of a lot of faith in that SEC thing, which they granted they're the best conference in football by far. But I, I just don't think I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's that much of a, a deal. You know, Georgia is definitely the best team in college football right now. Yeah. Their defense is, is <clears throat> mind-blowing. But any given Sunday, something can happen, or any given Saturday, I guess, something can happen. So you, you never know. Right. Them against Ohio State, that's going to be a tough matchup. Uh, Michigan against TCU, I think Michigan will take that one. But yeah. I'm not I, – I, I want to see Georgia win it again. But I don't know. We'll see. That Ohio State matchup kind of worries me. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one, but I, I think they can do it. What about Deion Sanders going to be the coach at the University of Colorado? I've seen that, <clears throat> and um, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, he's getting a lot of crap, though. You know, he's getting a lot of crap because he left the school. That's you know, he went to the school he was at. Now I'm, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to remember the name of the school he was at. Hold on. Jackson State. Yeah, Jackson State. He went to Jackson State, which is a smaller school. It's a. Uh, and he turned it around. He made he gave undefeated season. He built a platform there, and now he's at Colorado. And people are giving him a hard time because he left that school because it's a predominantly black school. And I mean, what, you can't blame the guy. You know, I'm not a big wow. Sanders fan, but I'm also I also see what he what he. You know he can he can get some of these guys that wouldn't have got that attention that were at that school at Jackson State. He might can get them in at Colorado and get them on a national level, but they wanted him to stay there and build Jackson State into a a powerhouse, a Division One powerhouse, and get get to that next level. And I'm sorry to tell you, I'm an ECU fan. I'm an ECU football fan. And there's a lot of coaches out there that, that, that have been at ECU, good coaches at ECU that have used that as a stepping stone. And they don't want to stay there and build a team like that into a powerhouse. They don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. Into, it's all about the cash, baby. It's all about the cash. But, uh, yeah, Dion, I, I think it was a good move by Dion. I mean, I can't blame him. I'm not, Me I'm not a Dion fan, but I think he did a good job at Jackson State. And he, he needs to move on. If he if he's got that opportunity, more power to him. Yeah. All right. So let's get right into week, week 13, buddy. Week 13. Started out Thursday night. Big AFC East matchup. The Bills and the Patriots. Now, the Bills have been struggling a little bit. You know, 
Josh Allen still feeling the effects of that elbow injury. I don't think he's still right after that. But just that crazy game. You, you know, we talked about that crazy game against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they came out on short end of the stick there. But looks like Buffalo's kind of right in the ship. Buffalo dominated this game pretty much, you say. Uh, Buffalo gets the win 24-10 to 10 on Thursday night at, at what, Gillette Stadium at New England. Um, here's, here's a guy. You want to talk about rookie quarterbacks? Last year, Mac Jones has, uh, you know, he had a great start to his rookie year, and then he kind of slowed down at near the end. But there's nobody talking about, you know, there there was a talk with this, what, Bailey Zapp came in while he got hurt, did a good job. But nobody's talking about him anymore. So what is Mac Jones? Mac Jones is not having the – He's kind of hit that sophomore slump, I guess what you would say, with in the NFL. Uh, but nobody's talking about he's a bust, right? Well, yeah, that's because he's a coach of Belichick. I mean, he's a player of Belichick. <laughs> that's right. So, People always assume that Belichick's quarterbacks are going to be outstanding because of one quarterback before, Tom Brady. Yeah, and we'll talk about that <laughs> too. Um, yeah. yeah, the Bills first. Now they've, they've moved into first in the AFC East. Patriots are last at six and six. And this starting off Sunday, Eagles and the Titans. Now, Eagles lose that first game to the Commanders, and after that, I was like, you know, this is gonna, this is gonna be a, a struggle for the Eagles for a while now. I think they're gonna they're gonna be like, okay. And they did that first week after. Almost lost to the Colts. Had to come from behind to the Colts. Um, beat the Packers by seven last Sunday night. But this game, they freaking dominated. Uh, <clears throat> and Tennessee, this is a Tennessee team that is, what, first in the in the South? You got Derrick Henry. You know, they're, they're – which Tannehill – I don't know what to think of Tannehill anymore. Um, but you also got A.J. Brown, who had, was traded in the offseason from Tennessee to Philadelphia, that looking to put it on his old team, and boy, did he do it. Eight catches, 119 yards, two touchdowns. You got to think – they held Derrick Henry. What is going on with Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry needs a quarterback. And I don't think Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill is going to be the answer. Mm-hmm. People are stacking the box against Derrick Henry. 11 carries for 30 yards. King Henry, that's not King Henry numbers there. Uh, I don't know if he's banged up or what, but uh, Jalen Hurts putting his name in the MVP race. 380 yards, three TDs, no picks. And the Eagles roll, fly Eagles fly, thirty-five to ten, move their record to, to eleven and one. Titans fall to seven and five. Both teams still first in their respective divisions. All right. Next up is two teams that we've talked about. We pretty much put the kiss of death on them at different times in the year. The Lions and the Jaguars. You know, coming into this game. Jaguars had come from behind and beat the Ravens, which I loved every minute of it. 28-27. Uh, the Lions, 
they had had they had trouble Thanksgiving Day. Who did they play Thanksgiving Day? The Lions played the Bills. Yeah, and they were close. That was a close yeah. game. It was a very uh, close game. Thirty-one yeah. to thirty-one. Yeah, it was close. But the Lions had just been one of those teams, like one little thing here, one little thing there, and they win a game. But and then the Jaguars, they played. They played awesome at times, and they played like crap at times. Well, guess what? This was their week to play like crap, and they definitely did that. Uh, the Detroit, five, it's, it's hard to believe Detroit is five and seven. They look, they could be, they're like three touchdowns away from being like, uh, shoot, eight and four or something like that. There's yeah, three, there's been at least three games that they were in they should have won. Um, yeah, they get to win forty to fourteen, and I mean, people asked me this week, "What about Detroit?" People were sleeping on Detroit. I said, "I haven't been sleeping on Detroit. Detroit's offense is good. Their defense lets them down at times, but to this week they did, and they got to Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, I." It, Looked a little scary one time on a sack that looked like Trevor Lawrence might be out for a while, but you know, luckily he came back. But man, and then somebody said, Well, the Lions quarterback, quarterback is a problem. I said, I'm not, I maybe last year, but this year, Jared Goff has been good. Jared Goff, and he, he was good on Sunday 31 for 41. 340 yards, two TDs, no picks. And this is not a bad Jacksonville defense. But Amonra, Amonra St. Brown, where did this guy come from? 11 catches, 114 yards, two TDs, and they roll 40 to 14. Guess who's in second place in the NFC North right now? The Lions. Mm-hmm. Second place, and they're five and seven. And five and seven. Jacksonville is yeah. third in the AFC South. They're four and eight. Um, yeah, just just total domination by Detroit. Who would have thought thought Detroit would? I mean, the offense was putting up numbers, but the defense, their defense finally, finally comes to life and, and hold holds on. And uh, man. Maybe we'll see something. Maybe that's the start of something. And I, I know if you're a Detroit fan out there, you're like Stevie. Don't say it. You're you're gonna put the kiss of death on the end. But yeah. So moving on, this is another NFC North game. Green Bay and the Chicago Bears. Green Bay comes from behind, behind Aaron Rodgers, and he does the whole yeah. I'm still here to Chicago. Uh, but yeah, Chicago had. What ten nothing in the first quarter? And I was like, oh yeah, it ain't gonna be good. They're gonna be putting love in for long, but they settle down. Still not big numbers from Aaron Rodgers, uh, but yeah, let me tell you, rookie of the year candidate right now, Christian Watson, wide receiver for the Packers, catches another touchdown. He has been on fire since. Uh, what, 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 who was it they were playing? Maybe in the Cowboys, since the Cowboys game. He's been on fire since the Cowboys game. So watch out. That could be a possible rookie of the year right there. And what can you say about the Bears? The Bears are just the Bears. Cur- cursed by Aaron Rodgers. 
Justin Fields, <clears throat> yeah, he can run the ball, and he can dink and dunk. 20 for 25, 254 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. He had a big touchdown run for 55 yards in the first quarter. But what's going to happen? I'm just afraid with Fields. This is going to it's going to be what I'm what I'm thinking is going to happen to Lamar Jackson. You're going to run him so much, you're going to get him hurt, and you know it's going to be a waste of talent there. Yeah. So the Packers moved to five and eight, third in the NFC North, and the Bears are three and ten, fourth in the NFC North. And then the Browns versus the Texans. Deshaun Watson makes his debut as a Cleveland Browns against his former team. You think the NFL planned that when they did the whole suspension? Ooh. <laughs> Could be. You never know. You never the whole know. suspension ends. The week he's eligible to play, the first week he's eligible to play is against his old team. Well, he was rusty, and I there, there's a punchline there that I could go, but I'm not going to go there because that's kind of kind of distasteful. Maybe he needed <laughs> – never mind. Um, Watson's numbers, not good. 12 for 22, 131 yards, one interception, no touchdown. Um their defense saved Cleveland because I think it was two. Was it two? Uh, let me see. One touchdown. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, two two fumble – one fumble return and one interception return for a touchdown by Cleveland's defense. And that pretty much is the difference as the Browns get to win 27-14. Uh, Houston looks locked – Looks like they're going to be a lot to get the first pick. They were eliminated from playoff contention. Of, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and uh, now you're getting to a point in the season where teams are getting eliminated from playoff contention. So you, every week somebody pops up. But the Browns, yes. What's Houston's issue? Like, what's going on? Houston doesn't have a weapon. Bro. Houston, I mean, you look at quarterback. Or, I mean, they've got a rookie – I think the rookie running back, that Pierce boy, is going to be yeah. okay. But they don't have any weapons on any side of the ball. They're, you sit there and think about it. Think about it in your head right now. Mm-hmm. Houston Texans. If the Giants were playing the Houston Texans this week and you were like, okay, I've got to come up with one player that stands out that, that, that scares me that – that's good. That could beat the Giants. Tell me that player's name. Nobody. I had to look it up. <laughs> I mean, you look on that roster. Yeah. There's nobody there, bud. Yeah. They they benched the Mills kid at quarterback. They put Kyle Allen in. And I mean, they 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 just don't have any any superstars over there. Anybody that strikes fear, you know, there's nobody when another team comes in there. And says, "Oh gosh, you will, you know, we're we got to stop him, or we're gonna we're gonna be in trouble." You gotta watch out for that Kyle Allen. You gotta watch out for that Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, yeah, Nico yeah. Collins, right? He's yeah. gonna hurt us. There's nobody there, bud. And, and that when you go in there like that, half the game's over right there. Because when a team comes in there and doesn't fear you or doesn't fear anybody. Or not, yeah. I'm gonna say fear, but doesn't doesn't worry about getting a little intimidated. Yeah, they're not intimidated by you. So. Yeah. Anyway, 
All right. Moving on to probably one of the best games of the weekend, the Jets and the Vikings. Jets have been surprising this year. They come in at seven and four. The Vikings are another surprise. They come in at, at nine and two. And this turned out to be a, a really good game. It kind of got away from the Jets uh, in the second quarter. As at halftime, it was 20 to six, Vikings. But, you know, and I was like, I was watching because I got off a little bit early, early enough to see the end of the Steelers game. And when the Steelers game ended, this game was still going on, so they showed some of that. Um, they had actually came back and it got within five and were driving down the field fourth and goal from like the 12 with less than a minute left. And Mike White forces one in the end zone, and it's, it's unfortunately picked off. And, and the Vikings hold on and get a 27-22 win. But, you know, Kirk Cousins is really not putting up a lot of numbers. I don't really – this game was not a, a big game for uh, for the Vikings uh, offense. Jefferson had a touchdown, but it was only – he had seven catches for 45 yards. Not a Justin Jefferson game. No. Uh, I don't know. It, it was just – but – the Jets, and I think, I honestly think the Wilson kid, the rookie, and and you're going to talk, and this is going to come up. You're talking about a rookie quarterback in his second year, not playing well. And, but the reason he's sitting the bench right now is because comments he made after a game about. I think the Jets in the second half in this game, I forgot who they played. They may have picked up a yard or something like that. It wasn't many. It was less than 10 yards in the second half. And at the press conference after the game, they asked Will, Zach, I think his name is Zach Wilson. Yeah. He says, uh, they said, do you think that the offense put your defense in a bad spot by keeping them on the field so long? And he said, Absolutely not. No, no, no way possible. And the way he was so dismissive of taking responsibility for it, the coaches saw that and, and they decided that next week he was benched for Mike White, uh, who was a a folk hero in New York last year. He came off the bench and did, you know, not a big name quarterback. He's got a plain Jane name, Mike White. I mean, um, but he came off the bench and, and won last week, and he threw for over 300 yards this week. And I think, you know, moving ahead, you might need to stick with this Mike White instead of Wilson. Wilson's ego needs to come down a little bit. And yeah. maybe sitting the bench for a little while will make that ego come down. All right. Ravens and the Broncos. I, we say this every week. What the heck is going on with Russell Wilson? I can't figure it out. He I don't either, but I think he's a bust. <laughs> a bust. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know what else you could say. He's 17 for 22, yeah. 189 yards, no TDs, no interceptions. But they don't score a touchdown in this game. And – 
they're up to the last minute of the game. They're up by six, nine to three. And let's talk about Lamar. What have we been saying all this time? Lamar's going to get hurt. But unfortunately, Lamar got hurt. Uh, knee injury. Uh, I think it's like a pulled in PCL or something like that. He's week to week. And he looked in like he was in a lot of pain uh, the last when you saw him walking in the tunnel. So they put Tyler Huntley. And Tyler Huntley was a backup last year. And he, he, you know, I told somebody, he scares me more than Lamar Jackson does because he, he's a little bit more, bit more accurate than Jackson. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he score He ends up running a touchdown in uh, with – Less than a minute left from two yards out, and the Ravens get the win 10 to 9. Not a whole lot to say about it, about this game because it was boring. Yeah. The, the Broncos scored nine points. You paid a guy all this money, and he gets you nine points. I don't know if you saw last week, the Broncos were playing last week, and the defense was coming off the field. And one of the defensive linemen, I believe he's a defensive lineman, he's getting ready to walk by Russell Wilson. I don't even know if anything was said by Wilson or what, but this guy just stops what he's doing, looks over at Russell Wilson, and just screams at him. I don't know what he screamed at him, but it was almost like, you need to wake up, you need to do something. And Russell Wilson could just look at him and shake his head like, yeah, it didn't work, obviously, but – uh yeah, three. The Broncos fall to three and nine. Then the Ravens go to they squeak out that win, go to eight and four, still first in the AFC North. But that's not. I'm telling you, even with Lamar Jackson, that's not going to last for long with with the Ravens. No. Um. Then next we go to my boys, Steelers and the Falcons. We're on. We have a chance to have what we haven't had all year. Is called a winning streak. Unbelievable. But Steelers start out, you know, they, they they played Monday night against the Colts. They did the same. It's the same blueprint they did Monday night against the Colts. They came out the first half, played lights out for them this year. I'll put it that way. They played a whole lot better than the, the Falcons did, just like they did the Colts. Took a, took a uh, well, 10-point lead going into the half where they had a – 13 or 14-point lead going against the Colts. And then the second half, they just let them slowly back in the game, slowly back in the game. Luckily, uh, the Falcons took over deep, deep in their own territory with like a minute left. And uh, Marcus Mariota throws up an interception to Minka Fitzpatrick, who wisely does not – could have walked in the end zone, but wisely – Walks out of bounds, and the Steelers uh, end up kneeling the ball and uh, get the win. Here's a good story here, Matthew. I don't know if you know you you know Cam Hayward, right? Plays for this yeah. lineman for the Steelers, but his yeah. brother is a rookie tight end. And he plays for the Steelers as well. Their dad was a legendary running back in the NFL back in the day. His name was Craig. They called him Ironhead Hayward. 
Um, Ironhead, I believe, passed away. And I want to say, and let me let me look this up before I tell you a lie, because this is something that'll. All right, here we go. Let me pull it up. Craig Hayward played for Atlanta. Played for three years in Atlanta. And he had, in 98, Hayward reported blurred vision. His right eye was diagnosed with a with malignant bone cancer, reportedly a chordoma at the base of his skull. that was pressing on an octave nerve. It was partially removed. Uh, he underwent 40 rounds of radiation treatment and later pronounced cancer-free, but he died. He's a cancer survivor. He ended up dying. I think it came back on him. They go back to Atlanta. This is where they spent a lot of their younger years. <clears throat> the the tight end, the younger brother, which is Connor Hayward, catches his first touchdown pass in the NFL. Earlier in the day before the game, they had gone to the dad. The dad's buried in Atlanta. They'd gone to the dad's uh, grave there. Isn't it? I mean, that's a good story there that it is, yeah. the younger guy – catches his first touchdown in Atlanta where his dad used to play. Yeah, that would have been meaningful for me. Very. I mean, Cam, after the game, you could see they had Cam Hayward in the press conference, and he was really emotional. He was wearing his dad's old Atlanta jersey. uh, Oh, wow. But the Steelers get the win, 19-16. to They moved to 5-7. and They've won. Guess what? Three out of the last four games, Pittsburgh has won. So, Guess what? Pickett did not throw an interception. Throws one touchdown, 197 yards. Uh, it's, but, you know, you get the win. He managed the game well. Falcons fall to 5-8, and eight, and they're second in the NFC South at 5-8. and eight. Just saying Pickett don't sound like a uh, – his numbers don't sound like a bust to me. Not right now, bud. We'll see. No. We'll see. All right. Commanders and the Giants. Man. <laughs> I've been all right if we skip this one. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and the way it started, I was like, you know, Commanders are jumping all over them. Commanders on a hot yeah. streak right now. I mean, they, they are. They, they really are. Um, and they jump out to a first quarter 10 nothing lead. But you guys come back in, and, we, and you're tied at the half. You got and y'all take a twenty to thirteen lead deep into the fourth quarter, and then Taylor Heineke leads the drive down the field, and uh, this rookie uh, Dotson makes a he makes a, a good catch across the middle and makes a heck of a spin move on one of the giant defenders and ends up going twenty one yards to tie it up and send it into overtime. Now I saw a post from you. This was not the last possession of overtime, but probably the second to last possession of overtime. Did you feel like the Giants were playing for a tie then? I do. They were playing not to lose. And right. and it killed and it killed me, man. Like I was so pissed, so mad. Like <laughs> I didn't understand. And another thing they did, the Giants did. Do you remember I, I don't know, did you watch the whole game? 
I did not see see it. All right. So that was one play. I think it was like in the third. It was probably. I think it was in the fourth quarter. Yeah. When we're trying to get that first down. But uh, I just kicked on third. It was four and what was it? Three and one. Well, three and something. Uh huh. And um, they no, it was three and one. That's right. Okay. They uh got the first down and then kicked the field goal. On first down. I did not get that. <laughs> you wanted to go for it. Yeah, like why don't if you want to if you're just trying just to get enough to get the field goal, why don't you just let where them were they, the ball? Where were they at where were they at on the field? I mean what the yard line? I'd say like the thirtieish. On Washington's thirty on Washington's territory. I probably would have gone for it on third and one. Then. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, you, I mean, you did, fourth, you did you all my fourth and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have gone for it probably. I would have took a chance. You know, but they got it, and then then they went for the field goal. Like I don't, I just didn't understand. All right. Well, sometimes but, you don't <laughs> understand some of these NFL coaches. Yeah, and I was looking at Daniel Jones. I mean, not Daniel. Brian Dable, and he said, you know, he's comfortable with his play calling and everything, but it's like, dude, you're getting mad on the field. You got to get mad at yourself. Well, another thing, too, with the, the Pittsburgh game, Atlanta let 30 seconds run off the clock to get to the two-minute warning. They had three timeouts. Pittsburgh had the ball. They let 30 seconds run off and go to the two-minute warning to – you know, it may have made a difference. Yeah, Maybe you're right. But, you know, that's another first year. I think that's a first year coach there, too. Yeah. Okay. So the commanders end up kissing their sister. The giant kisses their sister. They end up in a tie. And, uh, you know, looking at the records. The Commanders are seven five and one and last in the division. The Jets are seven four and one and third in their division. So that tells you all about the the NFC East, how strong the NFC East is right now. Yeah, definitely a tough division. I remember when it was all of us sucked. I remember it was terrible. Yeah. So next, moving on. The Dolphins and the 49ers, two teams, you know, Dolphins have kind of slowed their roll a little bit. 49ers defense, man, the 49ers defense has been awesome last last five, yes. five weeks. And, uh, you know, really, really looking at San Francisco like a Super Bowl contending team with that defense. But, unfortunately, San Francisco gets some bad news early in the game. Jimmy Garoppolo goes down, goes down with a foot injury. It comes out, it is a broken foot. And at the time, Garoppolo was feared out for the year. Uh, tonight, though, I heard that this, the doctors have said his foot injury would not need surgery. So he could be back in six or seven weeks, which would be about the time of the playoffs. So if if you uh, are a San Francisco fan, do you think, all right, here's your quarterback. You've lost Trey Lance. 
You've lost Garoppolo for a little while. Your your quarterback now is Brock Purdy. You ever heard that name before? No, I was gonna say first I'd do some research because I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Brock Purdy is the quarterback now. Do you look at, okay, as long as he can manage the game with our defense and not turn the ball over, we got, we've got we got some weapons off it. we got McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Can they make a playoff run? I think so. Yeah, they got a lot of weapons. It's hard not to uh, have a – it's hard not to have uh, a bad game with all the weapons you got. Yeah. San Francisco. The 49ers recover, though. Tua, Tua has kind of slowed down here uh, the last few few weeks here. And he's understandable. Kind of role too. He, he goes 295, two TDs, two interceptions. Purdy does not do a bad job. 25 for 37, 210 yards, two TDs, one interception. Um, but the 49ers end up behind the defense. Get a uh, thirty-three to seventeen win over the Dolphins. So eight and four for the Forty Niners. The first in the NFC West. The Dolphins go to eight and four. They're second in the AFC East. So yeah, I'm looking at. I'm like you. I think. Uh, I think. I think it's going to be a lot. Put on that 49ers defense in the next few weeks yeah. to get to get to this, and uh, but I, I think they're up for the challenge. They give up seven points in the second half, and that's I mean they've been giving up, they've been shutting people out in the second half for like four or five games now. So seven points in the second half there, but uh, watch out, watch out for the 49ers. Yeah. Maybe all right. Raiders and Chargers. Raiders on kind of a hot streak, which I didn't say much for the Raiders this year. Um, Chargers, you know, I don't know what to think of the Chargers. I really don't. What, they have the talent there, and and they have the talent there where they should be contending for the AFC West. They should be one of the top teams in football, and they're just not consistent enough to do it. Um, They they come out firing. It's thirteen to ten charges at the half, but Derek Carr and Devontae Adams hook up and they just keep hooking up and hooking up. Josh Jacobs has been on a roll running the ball. Twenty six carries for one hundred forty four yards. He was he had that big run against Seattle in overtime. That what eighty five yard run mm-hmm. in overtime. Um, Devontae Adams eight catches one hundred seventy seven yards, two TDs, and. You know, the Raiders get a 27-20 win over the Chargers. The Raiders have now moved their record to 5-7, and seven, third in the AFC West. Chargers are 6-6. Six and six. They're at 500, second in the AFC West. I, I just don't – I mean, what do you what do you think about the Chargers? I'm just staying in these coaching. They got, they, t- they got, yep, they got talent. Yeah, I mean, there's all the talent in the world, and they put all that money in, yeah, on defense. Yeah, and if they keep trying to buy buy players, I think they're wasting their money on the wrong thing. They need to start looking at the coaches. 
Yep, I agree with you, buddy. I think the coach has got something got to do to change there. And if I'm a Chargers owner, I'm starting to look at the coach. Right. Seahawks and the Rams. Of course, we talked earlier. Matthew Stafford is out probably for the year with a spinal contusion. Uh, Seattle, Geno Smith keeps probably definitely, in my eyes, the NFL comeback player of the year. Uh, most improved, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and this is a back-and-forth game. Uh, long-time Seattle linebacker Bobby Wagner returns to play his old team in Seattle. And it's back-and-forth. And really, John Wolford is the quarterback for the Rams right now. I know he played a little bit last year, but he has a mediocre game. Two interceptions. But Geno lights it up, 367 yards, three TDs, one interception, including a big, big touchdown pass to D.K. Metcalf that ends up being the game winner as the Seahawks win 27-23. Seahawks are now second in the NFC West. It's 7-5. Rams, you know, the Super Bowl – Super Bowl slump, or whatever you want to call it, Super Bowl curse. They're three and nine, so they're definitely not going to make the play. I would think so. I don't know if they're mathematically eliminated. I think they are, but at three and nine, coming off the Super Bowl year, which you lost Von Miller, you've had injuries galore, but yeah. Not a good year for Sean McVay. Can he turn it around? They call him the quarterback whisperer. Can he do something with Baker Mayfield? We'll see. And what would that mean for Matthew Stafford? Yeah, because for one thing, Matthew's getting old. Yeah, Matthew Stafford's no yeah, spring like, ticket, that's for sure. Yeah, was he 29, 30? Yeah, well, he's in his 30s for sure. Yeah. Uh, next up. This was a good game. Chiefs and the Bengals, a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow and the Bengals have got Pat Mahomes' number. They beat him twice last year, once in the playoffs, once in the regular season, both on second quarter comebacks. But is this different this year? They're playing at Cincinnati. You know, you got to think Patrick Mahomes is saying, okay, I mean, he's fired up for this game. He's, he's, he's ready to get that monkey off his back with the Bengals. And it looked like at first maybe he was going to do it because they were, let's see, 24 to 17. Big, They had a 24 to 17 lead going into the fourth quarter. A big-time strip of Travis Kelsey. Gives the Bengals ball back. Joe Burrow leads them down the field, ties it up, and then they take the lead at the end to kick a field goal. And Kansas City misses a potential game-time field goal, and the Bengals end up getting the ball back and running the clock out. Here's my thing. Here's my thing with Pat Mahomes. Watching that game, he likes the big play. No doubt about it. He likes the highlight play. That last possession, and you know, everybody's going to say, well, the kicker missed the field goal. 
and that's yeah, that's fine. Kicker, put it on the kicker and all that. But it's like a third and short. Mahomes looking down the field. If he looks off in the flats, I don't know if it was a running back or what. Here's a guy wide open in the flats. Instead, Mahomes decides to try to look downfield. I believe he ended up getting sacked. If yeah, if you want Travis Kelsey to catch all these balls, that's fine and dandy. But if you're not gonna spread it around, you know, that's what's gonna happen to you. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what happened to uh to Patrick Mahomes as they lose 27-24 to the Bengals. Bengals, watch out for the Bengals. The Bengals are getting hot right now. Um Bengals at the go, right Yeah, at the right time. Yeah, at, at the right, right time. At the right time. It's Bengals go to eight and four, second in the AFC North. Chiefs fall to nine and three, first in the AFC West. But I'll tell you what, if if I'm a bet man right now in the in the AFC North, I'm putting all my money on the Bengals. And guess what? I will not be unhappy if the Bengals win the AFC North. You know why? Take a guess why. Mm, probably because of the Ravens. That means the Ravens won't win the AFC. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> if we can't win it, I sure don't want the Ravens to win it. So, go Bengals. All right, Monday night, Sunday night game. Let me get – okay. In this era of TV contracts and all the NFLs, can flex a game out after a certain week if it's if it's not doesn't look like it's going to be a competitive game. If one team is really bad and the other team is really good, they can flex out the Sunday night game and move another game to Sunday night. Okay, I've, I'm looking at these games that are play that were played. There's one. Two, three games that could have been flexed out to Sunday night instead of this Cowboys-Colts game. You got the Cowboys and the Colts. Cowboys are playing really good. Colts, uh, not so good. Why are you putting this on Sunday night? I mean, and it, it ended up proving my point. It was a close game for a while, but then – 33 points in the fourth quarter from the Cowboys. And this game turns into an absolute blowout as the Cowboys roll 54 to 19. And, you know, Dak Prescott, three touchdowns and interception, 170 yards, nothing big. Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott benched for the first. He did not start. And I'm hearing it was because of disciplinary, something disciplinary. So he, he broke some kind of team rule. Uh, interesting to hear what happened there, but I'm sure we'll never hear that. Um, but, yeah, Pollard ends up 12, ca- 12 carries, 91 yards, two touchdowns. But uh, Matt Ryan, you know what? Here's the thing from about Matt Ryan. Go out now. You need to after this year's over. You need to retire. I think so too. I don't think he's getting the ring. It's time to go. 
Uh, two touchdowns, three interceptions. You know, he's had his he's had his day. It's time to go. But the Cowboys moved just nine and three, second in the NFC East. Colts go to four, eight, and one, second in the A second in the AFC South. I reckon that's why they put that. Oh, you had the number two teams in but in, in two divisions playing each other. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean yeah. Those two different divisions. The Cowboys could have like a three game lead in the in the AFC South right now with their record. So and then you had the Monday night game. <laughs> I sat there, we went to the to the Northeast basketball game. We got home, game was on. I'm looking, I'm like, you know, I'm watching, like I said, the Peyton and Eli telecast of it. And they're talking about how Tampa Bay's struggling. And they were. I mean, it was it was ugly. And it was – I mean, the Saints are not a good team. That's my point. The Saints are pretty much dominating the Buccaneers. And it gets it gets to 16-3. to And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there watching. I go to bed. And I think how much time was left. It wasn't much. It was like – eight or nine minutes left in the fourth quarter when I went to bed. And I wake up this morning and I look and there's <laughs> Tom Brady with a comeback. And it's <laughs> I get text messages. It's 17. They, they get a 17 to 16 come from behind win. Brady throws a touchdown with three seconds left to, to pretty much steal the deal. And, you know, okay. Yeah, he's the GOAT. I'll admit that. Tom Brady's the GOAT. That's fine. Great comeback. But nobody's talking about why the heck were you down 16-3 to to the Saints to start with. That team looked terrible for three, three and a half quarters. They looked terrible. Nothing was going right. Mm-hmm. The Saints are four and eight, and you're losing them by two touchdowns at your home field. There's and I don't anybody come out and say this is the turnaround game for Brady. And I've been I've been hesitant to say in the last year, last few years, you know, when something like this would happen, that don't don't say he's he's going to turn it around. Because he has turned around. But now, with this team he's got, don't say, oh, yeah, Brady's going to lead him to the Super Bowl one last time. It's not going to happen, guys. I'm sorry. No matter how great that comeback was last night, and it was a great moment. That may be the final act in Tom Brady's illustrious career. Don't get me wrong. as I'm not a fan, but – he is he is the goat. I'll give him that. But that coming back from thirteen down to beat the Saints at your on your home field, the lowly Saints, is not something that you say that makes you say Tom Brady's back. The Buccaneers are back. Watch out for the Buccaneers. No, I'm not saying that. But the Bucks get the win. They're six and six, first in the NFC South. Saints are four nine fourth in the NFC South, so they'll probably win their division, and they'll get in the playoffs. But 
I don't think you see much more out of, after that. I think it's going to be an early exit unless something drastically changes in the next few weeks. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Not, so, <clears throat> not the Saints anyway. All right, so we made a little post, a video earlier. I went on, on Facebook Live. You, you can find it on all of the Facebook pages and the final score uh, on the fly, my personal page about these T-shirts. Check it, check these T-shirts out, guys. Final score T-shirts. Matthew was kind enough to donate some T-shirts. And we're going into week 14 in the NFL, Thursday night games tomorrow night. And what we want you to do, if possible, we have a giveaway if you like and share and join the final score Facebook group. That's one thing. But if you get your picks in, and you have the most picks out of anybody, you win a T-shirt. Simple as that. All you have to do is make your picks. Send them to the final score 7399 at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Facebook or Twitter with your picks, all your week 14 picks. Simple as that. I mean, a lot of you guys do that anyway for, like, your sheets. I know Matthew does sheets every week. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is take a photo. All you got to do is take a photo. You don't have to write it out. Take a photo and send it to me of that sheet. Uh, we can go by that. Whatever way you want to do it, just get your, your picks in. Um, so let's get right into week 14, Matthew. Let me pull up my um, – let's see. Thursday night game, we talked about that a little bit earlier. The Raiders and the Rams. Baker Mayfield could be making a starting debut. What do you think, Matthew? Who you got? I got the Rams. You got the Rams? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I do. interesting. I, I, do. I, I can't have that much faith in Raiders again. Not yet. I'm going to pick the Raiders. Raiders on a hot streak right now. I'm going to pick the Raiders. They are. All right. Whew, that was a surprise there. I thought for sure we yeah. yeah. Steelers and Ravens. Oh. Oh. No Lamar. What yeah, no think? Lamar. Lamar I- is, is, they said, week to week and would probably not play on uh, Sunday. I'm going with the Steelers because Ravens ain't got nobody else. Okay. Oh, boy. We're going to lose for sure. You pick them. I pick <laughs> the Steelers. Titans and Jaguars. Oh, I, I can't wait to see this game. But I hope Titans win. And I think they'll get it. So you pick the Titans. Yep. I'm going to pick the Jaguars here. Titans yep. just fired their GM. Uh for some reason, I don't know what the reason was, but I got a feeling it had to do with the fact that he traded A.J. Brown away and then A.J. Brown put it right to him. So I think the, the Titans organization was like, yeah, why'd you trade him away? So, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to pick I'm gonna pick the Jaguars here. I think I'm going for the upset here. All right, Vikings and Lions. <clears throat> I'm saying the Vikings. Oh, I'm picking I, I Go ahead. You're going for Detroit. Give me your reason on the on the what you think about the uh, 
a Vikings. Why do you think the Vikings can win? Uh, Vikings has always seemed seem to get it done. Okay. Some, you know, sometimes. <laughs> um, I, I think I also like Kirk Cousins. I think I like to give him more credit than what he deserves. To be honest oh, with you, I, I, I hear you there. I hear you there. Yeah. So but, oh, I, that being said. I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Detroit. Okay. At Detroit. Yep. Okay. I think, uh, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to do it. All right. This should be interesting right here. Eagles and Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know who I want to win, but the Eagles probably get it because we're just too sloppy. But go Giants. You're playing at, at at your home field. Yeah, but we couldn't we couldn't even beat Washington and Washington beat Eagles. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you want you're picking the Eagles, huh? I'm picking Eagles All if right. we're going for money. I hear you. Jets and the Bills. <sighs> Bills just don't impress me like that. Oh. But I'm still going for the Bills. Oh, darn. I was hoping <laughs> yep. All right, I'm picking the Bills here, too. I'll be shocked on this one if you don't pick who I think you do. Right. Texans and the Cowboys. Oh, definitely the Texans. Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm putting you down on it. Hands down. No, no, no. Okay, down. <laughs> Yeah, that's a no-brainer there, Cowboys. Yeah. Bengals and the Browns. Bengals. I think the Bengals are about to get on their hot streak. Yeah, I do too. But Chiefs and the Broncos. Russell Wilson's playing like an animal right now. Not a good animal either. <laughs> Not a good one yet. Uh, Chiefs. All right. Bucks and the 49ers. Buccaneers and 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. I think, it's, I think that's going to be an easy game. I'm picking the 49ers to win that. Panthers and the Seahawks. Seahawks. Geno Smith is just incredible okay. <clears throat> right now. Yeah, didn't he used to play for the Giants? Yep. What, why'd y'all let him go? What? Ain't what? no telling. Wait, didn't he play, wait did, <laughs> did he play with the Giants? I think so. Didn't Is he the one that ended Eli's starting streak? I don't think so. Well, who? Unless my memory just went gone, like maybe. Hold on. I don't think so. Oh, it was Daniel because Eli picked Daniel. No. Hold on. We're going to find out right here. Come on. Bring up his. Played for the Giants in 2017. Wow. Why don't I remember that? Yeah, he played one year. I want to say, I, I'm almost positive he was the one that that ended Eli's uh, start streak. But I may be wrong. If somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, somebody please do because I, I, <laughs> I don't know where my mind went that right there. Still don't right. remember. Dolphins and the Chargers. 
I think the Chargers could beat them, but maybe. Yeah, I got. I got. Chargers always find a way to lose. And then we go to Monday night: Patriots and Cardinals in the Who Cares game. Right. I, I don't even. I'm saying the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm picking the Cardinals there. Yeah. <clears throat> so I want to throw out this this time we're going to give a little shout out to a couple of local businesses that uh you know people might want to check out. First of all is my dear Watson. It's a gift shop, and I'm I'm a little biased because it's my great niece runs this shop, Caitlin Hewitt. She's taken it on in the last just opened it up a couple of months ago, but it's got a little bit of everything in there. Uh, you'll find a lot of little knickknacks, some, some clothes. Uh, I'm looking at the stuff, stuff for your house. Good Christmas presents, unless you like Matthew and you already finished up. A little turd. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll find some Christmas presents. You can get gift certificates there. Uh, check them out over there at uh, My Dear Watson. They are in a Husky. On 233 East Milan Road in Husky, uh, I think they open from like you have to check their hours on fa- they're on Facebook. I think a lot of times they're open like 11 to 7. Some days are different hours, but uh, check them out on Facebook. Give them a like on Facebook and tell them the final score sent you. And then one of my favorite places. I hardly miss a week going to this place. Hometown Nutrition. Uh, best place if you want to get your your energy shakes or energy drinks, teas. Uh, they're getting ready. To, they just started today their holiday menu for the holiday flavors, Christmas menu. And you listen to this and tell me this doesn't make you uh, make you want to go get one right now, Matthew. The, energy, the, the, the These are protein shakes, excuse me. These are the flavors. White chocolate peppermint bark. That's one. Snickerdoodle, uh, okay. Frozen hot chocolate. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that one does. Frosted gingerbread. And then what was it? Frosted gingerbread. Hmm. And then Christmas tree cake. That's your shakes. And then the energy drinks. I don't know what kind of flavors they are, but there's one called Star of Bethlehem, Holly Jolly, Santa Baby, Jack Frost. Grinch and Frosty, but you can go up there and if you're, you know, if hey, if you guys want to get your favorite po- sports podcast host uh, Christmas present, a gift certificate to Hometown Nutrition would be good. They got those. Uh, check them out. They are located on 903 East Memorial Drive in Hosky, right next to Shules. And if you remember the old license plate place over in the Hosky, they're, they're right next to that. But uh, you get great service over there from uh, those ladies, and look, they know they know me and and my daughter really well now because I think they would think something was really wrong if we didn't show up for a week. Um, they'd be concerned, but yeah, check these guys out. Hometown Nutrition and my dear Watson, if you're in the area, if you're in the Northampton, Herford County area, check them out. Uh, give them keep shop, shopping local. Check them out. Good Christmas presents, like I said. All right, so we talked. We've already talked about it. We're going to emphasize it again. The T-shirts, like I said, we had the post where you could share, like, and join our Facebook group at Final Score, and you we will make a we will pick a winner after we get to a thousand. 
And if I see we're not going to get to a thousand within a reasonable time, I'll cut it off and we'll just pick a winner and uh, somebody will get a t-shirt. But I want to get to a thousand on on that Facebook group. And uh, then if you make your picks, like I said, send it in, DM it. If it's just one of your sheets that you do every week for the pool, send me the picture of it. You can send it right here on my Facebook group at Final Score. You can email me at the Final Score seven three nine nine at gmail.com. Or if you're on Twitter listening right now, you want to send it to me on Twitter, that's fine too. Send it to me on Twitter. Um, the last thing we're going to do today, me and Matthew, this is new to, to the show, and we're going to do this every week at the end. We're going to rank who we think our top five teams in the NFL are right now. And, Matthew, I'm going to let you start off with your fifth, the fifth team. We're going to go from five to one. From five to one? Yeah, who you got at number five? Okay, hold on one second. Let me find my notes. I wrote this down so I can be prepared, and I'm not even prepared. Shame on you. I know, man. I'm such a Jenkins. All right, <laughs> I found it. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got that. I got it. Put me in there. All right. Me right at first, but I okay, my fifth team is Miami Dolphins. All right, my fifth team is the Cincinnati Bengals. Who's number four? Buffalo Bills. Number four for me are the forty is 49ers. And that's okay. just because that's just because Garoppolo's out. I'm going to tell you, number five for me was between Miami and Cincinnati. I picked Miami. I got you. All right, um, number three. Dallas Cowboys. It makes me want to puke, but Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's who I got as well. It's number three is Cowboys. <clears throat> number two. I got 49ers. All right. I got – I'm a, we're, we're flip-flopping a little bit. I've got the uh, – Yeah. i got the Bills – at number four. I mean, number two. You mean number two, yeah. All right, number one, I think we're going to be unanimous on this. I mean, you got to give it to them because of their record, but Philly. Yep. yep. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. say Philly's, Philly's got to be the top team right now. Yeah, and looks like only getting stronger. They're looking yeah, at they, they overcame that little that loss and, and had a little yeah. – they had a little struggle with, with the Colts, but – they got back on track last week, and and that could be scary for you know. We'll see. Uh, could be a uh, another Super Bowl coming to Philadelphia. Oh yeah, definitely. And oh, I think I read the wrong the wrong one. So number right. my, my number five of the top best teams in the NFL. Oh gosh, it's Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> What are you brown nosing for? Then, 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 then the, then the New York Giants. Oh, here we go with the fake. Then, this is- then, then the uh, with the fake. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Then I got Giants are number four. <laughs> you know what? Because I was gonna say my number one was Houston Texans. Uh, what are we doing? Draft pick order? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it is. I was going to say, that's got to be the draft pick or not not the rankings. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. So, 
that's going to do it for this week on the final score, guys. But, you know, keep on watching. And like I said, check out the post. Check out my post out there. Like, share, join the Facebook group for your chance to enter to win a free T-shirt. Uh, we also, this is something we want to do too. We want to get a fan from each team. And I know it's going to be hard to find, and we may just have to get somebody to do some of these teams, like, like for instance, the Houston Texans. Um, we want to do a list, a top ten list of your favorite from each team. All 32 teams. Yes, I'll even do a Baltimore Ravens or a New England Patriots. <laughs> but if you're a fan of that team and you want to come on the show, you're not scared to come up here and talk football with me and Matthew, and you want, we want you to get on and do your top ten list. Um, of course, Steelers and Giants. I've got, I've got somebody. I think for the Patriots right now. I'm pretty sure we can get somebody for the Giants and somebody pretty close to, to Matthew. I think we can get him on the show. Thanks, so. Who I'm talking about? That'd be good. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, but yeah, we want to. That's something we want to do. We want to do more than just be a recap. We're going to do some top ten lists. We're going to do some flashbacks. I may have to get Matthew to to, to use his head for more than just a punching bag and and uh, get go go uh, research on some of the older NFL games. We may talk about some Super Bowl games. You know what we should okay. do? We'll talk about some of the old Super Bowl games. We got you can go pretty much go on YouTube and see all the all the Super Bowl games. Uh, as far back as I don't know how far back, but like the giant, the first Giants win in the Super Bowl against the, the Broncos. Let's we'll, we'll, we'll do some of the great NFL games if we can. That'd be cool. All right, all right, guys. So, like I said, that's going to do it for this week, Matthew. Happy yes, sir. Birthday to you. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to sing anymore. Keep, I'm not gonna, keep going. Wanna, no, my microphone is already about to fall off the hinges right now. No, yeah, really, no. somebody, somebody is already offered me a record contract from just that <laughs> right then. I just got an email right wow. there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was hearing a lot of static, or is that you singing? Oh, I thought you were thinking <laughs> like a dog had been hit by a car out there. But no, it don't, it don't, it don't sound that good. Oh. <laughs> good yeah. All right, guys. But I hope you have a good birthday. I know you're taking some time Thank off you. of work. I hope I didn't get let the cat out of the bag there for your employer. There, you, you didn't call it. You can tell him I'm gonna be sick. Uh, That'd be all right. Yeah. Anyway, okay. everybody, everybody, make sure you wish Matthew a happy birthday tomorrow. And uh, buddy, I hope you have many more. And uh, thank you. Thank you for everything you do for us and, and being on the show with us. No problem, man. And hope I can be up here many, many more times. Well, we're, we're planning on it. We're planning on it, bud. All Sounds right, guys. Good. You guys have a great week, and that's the final score. <laughs>